Yeah, with pleasure. So it's Sean Gillette and Audrey Rosenberg. Sean's the director of Traders, and Audrey's the producer. Yep. And and we're New Yorkers. I mean, Sean, like the film, lived in Tangier for seven years, and then I just—I was just in back home in Tanja last week, and got to see Only Lovers at the Tangier Cinematheque, which is part of the way that I got there. My wife is a, an artist in Itobarada. She's Moroccan, and, um, and it's this wonderful place. And uh, and so I saw Only Lovers there, and then walked out into the Tangier night. It even felt even more magical. Jarmer's got a great sense of it. Ours is very different. Um, it's a very different world of Tangier. I found that very exciting. I'm doing a series on the feminine heroic. Oh, wonderful. So well, I Monica thought this perfect. was able to get the, uh, some of the trailer for it, and I liked it already. I liked it very much. Oh, great. Okay, so you have to promise me right now that you're coming tomorrow at 530. I am. Okay, I am. I have a ticket set up. Good. So, so Yeah, so it's, it's, you know, yeah, Malika is, you know, it, she's kind of that girl, and this character just came walking across the landscape towards us. Um, She's the lead singer of an all-girl punk rock band in Tangier. And when she says, as you say, I'm so bored with Morocco, she, like Joe Strummer before her, saying I'm so bored with the USA, isn't, he doesn't mean bored like yawning. He means bored that he's fascinated with it, that he can't stop thinking about it, that he feels a responsibility for it, that all of its problems are his because she, she's that girl. Because she believes that her intentions are pure, she knows her intentions are pure, she thinks that she can change the entire kingdom of Morocco, 33 million people all top down. She thinks she can change her family, her fellow band members. She probably doesn't think she can change her dad. He's maybe too, too difficult. But she thinks she can change almost everything. And that is, you know, talking of female heroines, you know, where some of these heroes start. There are these young people on fire. It, it was a funny thing with this because it turned out that when we first made this film, it was almost science fiction. Uh, it was the idea of an all-girl punk rock band in Tangier was uh, completely abstract. Uh, there was a little bit of rap going on in Casablanca and across the region. But this was 2010 when we made the short film, before the era of spring. And the, it worked out in a funny way because on February 20th uh, of 2011, we showed the short film that we made to the, to the girls and the cast and the crew. Um, and as it happened, February 20th is the name of the Moroccan social justice movement. That was the night that Morocco broke wide open. Um, and the, that morning, um, there was a big women's march down the streets of Tangier, talking to the French energy monopoly about their pricing. And then the football game let out, and the guys, some of them went down the waterfront, some of them went down the main boulevard, and there was smashing of ATMs and storefronts. It was very targeted, actually, at the kinds of businesses they felt were abusive. And by the end of the day, the country had woken up. The science fiction fantasy had sort of become true, and then whew, it all got too strong for us. Our little movie was left in the rearview mirror of history, um, and a lot of change came to Morocco very quickly thereafter. Uh, so, but anyway, back to Malika. She, she's really, I like to call her like, um, She's a feminine superhero in a docu, like a, a docudrama setting. So what I think is incredibly unique about it is that she's she's in real life. He doesn't ever take you out of the truth of her life um, as a woman in Morocco and a young woman in Morocco, and you really get a sense of life there and Tangier and the obstacles and things that she has to uh, deal with in real life and on a day to day basis. 
And he never has her really compromise herself at all as a woman, which I think we get a lot of comments about that. And it's, it's a wonderful challenge to have a woman character be that strong and be able to hold up her own sense of self, her authenticity, and also, you know, help another woman, which is another part of the film, by the way. So she ends up having a relationship with a drug mule um, on her journey, and they are from completely different worlds, like, completely. And their take on life, really, as women, and what they've been through, you can tell, is, is, is different. But there's a way in which the story um, shows women power both through Malika, mostly through Malika and her kind of incredible, as he keeps saying, she's that girl. And you have to see, I mean, she's, she's just, she just has a presence. She's, she's real and authentic and in some ways like, she's incredibly intelligent and fearless at times, but human. I immediately felt that. You but know, she, the, the, the two girls, I mean, that's interesting to talk about, too, because you were saying that you were coming from a perspective on women. They're, they're, they're an unlikely pair, and they're, they're put together, and there's tension, but ultimately they find, I think, for a lot of reasons, a way to care about each other and to, to be able to triumph in a really tough situation, where normally uh, Sean was inspired to do the feature, partially uh, by a story that he heard about a drug mule, a woman, uh, or girl. How old was she? She's young. Yeah, yeah. It's, a, it was a, it's a commonplace, you know, it's a, it's a happens every day kind of story, but it, 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 it was at one degree of separation from me, and so it sort of stuck in my head after we had done the short. And some people had said, well, the short feels like a fragment of a bigger story. And, you know, I, I had a desire to see Molly could do more, but I wasn't sure what. And I heard the story about a about a, a chick who was, you know, these guys. There's two billion dollars a year worth of hashish coming out of Morocco, and since 9/11 gave Europe a common border, the powder drug people are having trouble getting their dope into Europe. But the Moroccans cross every night by every possible means: kitchens, submersibles, lots of zodiacs, cars, trucks. They do everything, and they get across probably nine tenths of what they try to ship. They get busted a little. But using women was a very important thing for them, and they created a class of kind of controlled women who were making runs for them. Uh, this is not Mexico, thank God, it's not the cartels, but it's a tough situation. And this girl wanted to quit. And I found out from this story how, what a tough situation it was. She wanted to quit, and they wouldn't let her quit, and they wound up hounding her basically to death. Um, and, uh, and, so, and the story stuck with me. And then I saw at Cannes in 2011 this fantastic movie, which I recommend highly, called On the Edge by Leila Kailani, who's one of the great voices of Moroccan cinema today. Um, and the lead actress in that was this extraordinarily raw presence. I mean, it was like discovering Harvey Keitel or something. Um, Sophia Isami, lead in Leila Kailani's On the Edge. And I met her at the party, and, and she's from Casablanca. She was wearing a beautiful caftan, and we hit it off at once. And, I realize this is a story of two, two girls. And what would happen if Malika was confronted? Malika was so sure of herself. What if she was thrown into a situation completely over her head? What would she do then, you know? She's been, she's been, she's grown up listening to this music that gave her a certain set of ideas. But she's also just looking around her at her world, you know? That's what artists do, I guess, you know? And so she's looking around, seeing, um, seeing the structure of the family, the structure of the city, structure of the country, the power relationships in Morocco, um, and uh, it all comes together. 
in the form of her music. So, you know, it's also a movie about an artist fighting to be that. So do you think this, being in the band or being in the music, somehow she felt that she had this little protect, protection and it made her invincible? Well, uh, do, you, do you mean that is she protected by the music or is she exposed to danger because she's speaking truth to power? Which, or which are you thinking? I think she's also the police. She's saying, you should talk a little bit about Morocco. I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll answer, you answered him first, but Morocco is not the same as a lot of places where you... Yeah, no, Mor- Morocco, has, Morocco has considerable has quite broad freedom of expression. and and um, But there are limits of it, and there was a rapper who you know went a little too, too far, you know, farther than today's boundaries. And, the, you know, and in most countries in the world, the reality is that finding the limits of freedom of expression is part of the work of the artist, you know. Um, the American idea that, that uh, total freedom of expression is a, is a, is a, you know, is a fact of life is just it's pretty naive in the bigger context. So there's always constraints on it, but she's challenging that partly because she, she's speaking in, in codes, you know. She's speaking in she's speaking in the, in the in the codes of being a young woman in a band doing a kind of music that's very underground. Um, Did it take you a long time to find the right person for this film? It was a real pleasure casting and finding this terrific actress, Shana Ben Asha, who just blew us away in a in an audition at the at the Cinematheque in Tangier after a long a long search for. For the right person, and uh, she had been doing some community theater, but and she's a very, very, um, which it's a pleasure to surprise people with this. She's a very straight, conservative, quite square, good girl, who doesn't know anything about rock and roll, and um, you know favors um, you know turtleneck sweaters and, and wool coats. <laughs> That's um, how good of an actress she is. She's, she's and she comes swaggering across the street in Malika, and nobody can believe that it's not a, sort of a documentary about this chick, you know, who's. So she's a wonderful actress we think is going to go well beyond the Morocco and the Arab world into a career, you know, in world I cinema. I mean, she, she, we'll say she, she's an, she's oh, think she very easily could be an international star. She's, she has an incredible, uh, she's incredibly compelling on film and she has, and everybody talks about her after. I mean, they can't, you can't, you can't keep your eyes off her, which is good for us. <laughs> Why do you think that is? She just has something, and it's it's like when you look at anybody that can cross over international boundaries as an actor. Um, what is it about them? You know, it's a very difficult thing to describe. You kind of have to it's see a sort it. Of a sacred, she, it's just a sort of sacred. It's just sort of a sort of sacred fire. It's just like the lightning of acting just happened to strike the rather banal neighborhood of Bronis in Tangier, in the house where she lived. You know, for for no for no good reason, and then she walked out of her house transformed somehow. Uh, I, you know, I don't really know more than that. I know Shannon pretty well, but I have no tr- no clues as to how she became such a damn good actor. Um, her face yeah. is part of it, though. Her her her, her, her very beautiful. I mean, I mean, just very. Uh, you're right. It was riveting. Just for the time that I saw, I was following her. I was right. watching her. I was watching her every move. I mean, really, immediately, you know, she well, despite, despite, despite the enormous differences of culture between Shema and Malika, there are very strong similarities of character in that, and that which she brought to the character, too, in utter stubbornness, refusal to compromise, um, you know, rigid uh, um, uh, faith to her values, fierce loyalty to friends, um, you know, uh, an, an automatic um, instinct to defend family, you know, 
these, you know... These she has are, a really clear sense of what's authentic to her in terms yeah. of right and wrong, and yeah. I think that's both as a person, and then you see her just come to life in the same type of way as Malika, and she, she just jumped right into that story. I mean, she was perfect. She was do you think she had that sense that this was something that uh, she's going to bring to the film that's going to be speaking for uh, women in that area or, no, or her age suspicious. group? No, she was very suspicious of the whole project. It's like, Sean, why do I have to wear these crazy clothes? But, uh, but she's a professional, so she suited up and figured it out. But now, I wouldn't you say she's, she's shifted because she's been... You know, at Venice, and well, she wasn't with us at Venice. She was at Dubai. We had the good fortune of this film to start the to yeah. start the festival circuit at the Venice Days program of the Venice Film Festival, which was congratulations on that. Very and a very lovely place to start, and that put us in business with a terrific uh, world sales agent in Paris called Brazo. And then the film went on and did Stockholm, uh, a home stand at the Marrakesh Film Festival, which Audrey attended as well, where we had our whole team. We were about eleven deep, and it was a real pleasure. Not only the screen in front of Martin Scorsese's competition jury, he was the head of the jury because yeah. they put us in the international competition, not in the sort of Moroccan sidebar, uh, but also because we got to have a 1500 seat theater where the sort of cheap seats were up in the balcony, and when Amal, the other girl, comes out and starts talking, the balcony kind of got into it um, because she's got a she's got a ghetto mouth on her that's very um, that feels very real to people and funny and surprising. Because she's because she's fearless in a way that you don't see depicted in every day. In, in, in they were the they were the quite uh, they were quite a expressive audience in Morocco. It was a, that was probably one of my favorite screenings was for the all Moroccan audience, and they 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 were really reacting to places that I wouldn't have known would be um, a place of reaction for them. And I sat with our Moroccan producer, and he said, well, "They're going to wait till you see this, wait till you see that." And it was it was really eye opening for me because. Um, they were hooting. They were, yeah, they were into it, and and they and as much as they see cinema there, I, there's still some lack of exposure. Is that the right way of saying it? The, the, there's this film is 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 different, I would say, than right than mm-hmm. things they're seeing on a daily basis, and so I think there was excitement about that and interest about that, and maybe sometimes even a little surprise or shock about it. Um, that was just delightful to, to to see as a producer because. Um, yeah. yeah, and the film will be in theaters in Morocco in the summer and, and then Europe in the fall. Excellent. Congratulations yeah. again. Yeah, well, well, it's well, really, it, it seems like you've, you've cut across you know, the genre, the audience, the cultures, everything with this. Yeah, yeah. So, well, we're working on U.S. distribution, and um, that's a... Looking for the right partner. It's a great challenge. We're finding that our screenings at Tribeca are so... It's really, really heartening. As a producer, it, it, this film is... Um, incredibly accessible to a U.S. audience. There's no question in my mind, and there's no reason why it can't be seen by people, and it needs to be. Um, and particularly women, although I, 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 I'm afraid to say that only because there's, men love the film as well, but women uh, come up to us after, and a lot of women of color, and a lot of just women in general, but are really jazzed and inspired by the way that Sean structured the film and, the, and as I said her integrity of the character and that she's really a, you know a badass it's fun that people <laughs> say, and say 
Thank you for giving us right. a strong female protagonist. Congratulations on I'm very I'm very excited about it. I'm looking forward to seeing more. Thanks. Well, reach out reach out mm -hmm. if you have any follow up questions after you see it, and, and we'd be happy to talk further. I will do that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. Because uh, this yeah. is this is just the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. We we know so. It's definitely. Yeah.